Jed Shepherd. Hi, I'm Jen Wallace. Thanks very much for joining us once again for X-Rated, the X-Files podcast. This is episode five, and this episode, what's this episode called again? Babylon. Babylon, that's right. Um, and it's the penultimate episode of uh, the new series of X-Files, so there's just a finale left, and um, um, so far, I, I think it's been worth bringing back. Um, and Jen doesn't really have an opinion on this because she hasn't seen any of the other ones. Yeah, if you're any, if this is the first podcast you're listening to, I am the person that's never seen X Files before, and yeah. so this series series was my my introduction to it. Yeah, and this is a good dynamic because I've been obsessed with X Files for. What, Jen, why, Jen, why are you laughing? It's like you and me and our excellent dynamic. <laughs> yeah, um, subtle hatred towards each other. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's been one of my favourite shows for all, all my life. Well most of my life yeah i think that works out and um uh, so that's why we've done this podcast and uh, this episode to be honest just um putting it all out there first it's not the greatest episode it's probably one of the weakest of the series um so far um because obviously there's the finale to go and um some people have called it a bit racist well islamophobic perhaps yeah, um, I, well, I I have problems with this episode definitely. I think as soon as someone sees uh, an Asian person on screen, um, then they get worried. Yes, and then the moment that that Asian person turns out to be a terrorist, <laughs> then you get really worried. I guess so, but the I guess so, but would it have made it actually because they've already done stories. X Files have already done stories about other kind of terrorists, like kind of white terrorists in, in in washington and stuff like that so i guess this is in the news and stuff um they could have easily just done the story about a school shooting which would be an apt as well but this is kind of they have to write it's a social commentary as well as a science fiction program they, they have to kind of keep up with what's happening in the news and, and and people's fears and in america people's fears right now are anything different from them yeah i can okay i can, I can see a point there but the the problem is that this is just it just is a trope that's occurs too frequently on television it's just if you've yeah. got brown skin there are only like two roles for you and it's science geek or yeah. terrorist which is actually what we've seen in the yeah X-Files which is which so is great far. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so anyway we'll come to that as we we will oh actually and park ranger as and well. par- oh yeah <laughs> <And> park ranger. <laughs> so that like was okay that was good yeah i'll give yeah. you that like that was a, a good actor good character actor good role it's, it's the three um, asian stereotypes <laughs> Um, uh, serial killing um, park ranger so this episode starts with um, an Asian guy praying quite loudly and um, really fervently and uh, this is the first point when you think oh no oh no this is going to be one about like a terrorist bombing or something I know my heart sinks because how often do we see like southeastern Asian men just praying and then that's actually just not really a plot point that's just (laughs) <laughs> that's just their daily life. Yeah, but it, if you see, if you see that this in, in in popular culture, you know pretty pretty soon after it's going to be some kind of like terrorist threat yep. or something. Um, and yeah, so he he goes back, he's praying, um, and then he meets up with his mate, who's another serious looking um, Asian guy, um, and they kind of uh, talk in the car about what they're about to do. And then they drive up to a building. What kind of building was it? What was it? An like art gallery. An art gallery. In which is Texas. Kind of a weird place to target, don't you think? Well. Why not go to a McDonald's or something? Well, as we discover, that art gallery has an image of the Prophet Muhammad. That's true. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Lucky you're here. I was completely... <laughs> 
forgot about it. <laughs> to know. So we have a kind of um, Charlie Hebdo, Hebdo reference here, yeah. which again, I just think feels incredibly inappropriate for how it was treated. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree. I mean, the last episode, I mean, this is the second episode in a row that's had like art galleries and art and stuff. I know. It. What have they got against art? <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. Very, very strange. But here they are blowing up a, um, a, a an art gallery. And that's the cold open. It ends with uh, flaming people running out of the building. Yeah, it really car does. Car alarms going off. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty sorry state of affairs. Yeah, pretty grim. Yeah. Um, and not, uh, so far, nothing kind of supernatural going on no so our monster of the week is is human yeah exactly um and uh then we see Mulder and scully after the after the titles uh Mulder and scully watching videos of uh is it the same event same thing or no what? no it's, it's about trumpets, trumpets yeah in the sky. yeah but i thought it was like leading up to that event or i thought it was in the same area and the trumpets were kind of heralding that this event was going to take place or oh i didn't get that connection although it's possible i thought it was just Smulder was investigating a series of yeah. ear witnesses uh, yeah he, he said that about 15 times didn't <laughs> oh, he oh they were proud of that joke so yeah <laughs> so we'd really <laughs> get into popular culture and so uh, people who can hear god in the sky which does link to our to the opening in which you know the 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 Muslim received a message from God to blow up a. I guess so, but it's quite a coincidence that he was watching those videos. Was he watching it because of the, the Perhaps, bombings? I'm not or sure. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's, so he's trying to convince Scully that there's something in in this um, whole message from the from the heavens type thing. Um, but again, like Scully's c- kind of gone back to her old ways. For the previous episode, she was really into th- the kind of... Um, Skepticism. On, yeah, she was anti-skepticism. She was actually be- starting to believe all these crazy things were mm. actually true. Um, and now this writer decided to kind of default back to kind of stereotypical Scully, which is the woman who dismisses everything Mulder says as, as complete ludicrousy. Yeah, and, and they have a discussion about the existence of God and we she always wears the cross on her neck yeah and yet in this one it's her questioning why Mulder suddenly might believe in God yeah well that's at the end right well they, no, they, 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 they follow up here. yeah yeah they, they, they begin talking they about it here it, yeah. and she says you've never you've that's it. she it. says you've never said you believed in God before yeah there you go and then Exactly. Um, so uh, the, the, the t- discussing that, and then uh, something happens that I, I didn't like at all, and that's um, fake Mulder and fake Scully turn <laughs> yeah, up. You didn't like it? No. I mean, because they've done it, because the last couple of s- series of uh, X-Files involved uh, basically f- an, another, because f- Mul- Mulder went away for a while, and Scully was away for a little bit. and uh, it was Did he go to rehab by any chance? <laughs> well, he kind of went missing, though, when you where he was, and he popped up every now and again. No, but in real life, I mean. Oh yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the um, yeah, they they kind of introduced like a fake Mulder and Scully. It was kind of like two other people doing X Files, uh, and every now and again talking about Mulder and Scully, and, w- and it was that's why it didn't work very well. Um, and this just feels like the same thing again. It's retreading old ground. Here's a guy. His name's Miller, and he's very, very mu- much like Mulder. Um, even a very similar name, and he believes in all these crazy things. He believes anything's possible. And then we have the hard-nosed redhead, um, kind Einstein. of yeah, played by Lauren Ice Ambrose Queen. from Who? Six Feet Under. Oh right, and okay. she. I wish she was in TV more because I think she's brilliant. But she was she was good. wasted in this role. I think. Yeah, but I mean, maybe she'll get a bigger part. I'm guessing she'll get a bigger part in the next series. Uh, Do you think they'll spin off? 
I don't think at this they, I don't think they can spin off right now but maybe if they get another series in them they might they come back could, yeah. yeah because I don't know how long Gillian Anderson and, and Duchovny want to kind of do it for really yeah maybe they're testing the water yeah um, because it's the same dynamic the redheads the sceptical one and then the the kind of um, other the other guy yeah they didn't even like switch the gender yeah or you think you would but maybe that's because in this series, Mulder and Scully have, have swi- switched roles, really. Mm. So it's kind of like them looking at themselves from, uh, like, an earlier season. Yeah. yeah. It's quite interesting. Um, and they're there just to give uh, Mulder and Scully some background information on what's ha- on what's happened and the fact that one of the terrorists um, is... And, but te- ex- uh, before I, uh, I say anything about terrorists, it's terrorism is, like... The terrorist is, is from a certain person's perspective, like... Like, we obviously believe all these people that come here and blow things up are terrorists, but they also think Americans are terrorists as well. Um, and their side, so it's quite subjective depending on what country you're in and the situation. Yes, and, and nuance is not in this episode. No, no, of course not, no. <laughs> no, I think there was a little bit of that. And I think, reading like some reviews of it, I think people were quite harsh on this episode. I mean, it's not the greatest episode, like I said, but I think people kind of wanted to find racism in it or xenophobia in it a little bit because they just wanted to find something to kind of bash it about. Yeah, but, I don't it, but know. people are tired of it, though. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll come on to, to we'll that. I think there's a lot in it that that, is, that isn't about kind of xenophobia. I think there's a lot in this episode that's about other stuff that's interesting. I, I completely agree, but yeah. I think that's what bothered me is the, the wild changes in tone yeah. and the switches between... The, the more interesting stuff that you had talked about and yeah. then this overused terrorist plotline. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wish some. I wish it had been a different kind of bomber or situation. Yeah. What they, what and they then could have done is done, done the cold open with, with that bomber and then it turned out to be like a, like a white guy or something or like a, a woman. Uh, yeah, Imagine far that. more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so the um, fake Mulder and Scully tell Mulder and Scully that one of the terrorists have survived and he's in a bad shape and he's in Texas, um, and they're about to go out there um, and and check him out and they want them to come and kind of check him out as well. Yeah, so Miller's there to to try and talk to them about how to communicate with him in a coma. Yeah, and he's Einstein's a big fan totally of totally against it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of like a similar situation as Mulder and Scully used to get into. Um, and, and obviously Miller is a big fanboy of, of Mulder. Um, but um, so that Mul- Miller and Einstein are in the airport on the way, to, on the way to, to Texas and they get a call individually from each of the members of the X-Files. So first of all, we get Scully calling, si- calling Miller. Miller. Sitting on a bed. Yeah, I thought she was calling him for just to hook up. Yeah, because and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, because that's what happens in like the first episode of The Fall, when she just hooks, oh yeah, that's just it hooks was up like with a scene from The yeah, Fall. Yeah, totally. When she hooks up with, with that police officer. Yeah, and I was like, hang on, <laughs> I've seen this before. I know how this ends. Um, and then and then but and she's like kind of like fingering the her necklace thing and 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 the ho- a key a hotel room key. So yeah, anyway, that yeah, was strange. Which kind of happens in The Fall as well. So she uh, so. Um, Scully uh, calls up Miller and says to him, um, "What you? I'll meet you in Texas. Um, I've got an idea on how to talk to this guy. Um, 
this this terrorist while he's in the coma. Um, so I'll meet you out there. So he's like, okay, cool. And in the meantime, Mulder's called Miller again. You kind of think, is it for like a booty call? Or, but it's to tell her I can't. Well, he doesn't explain himself very well. He says to her, right, I've got an idea. I'm not going to tell you now because plot. Um, so I will. So. <laughs> I tell you what, you don't get on that. You J- just come to my house. Yeah, and I'll <laughs> explain it. I'm not going to. I could tell you right now. It'll take five seconds, but, but I no. won't. Yeah. So they they so separate. They separate, and uh, Miller goes off to see Mulder, um, and uh, so Miller goes off uh, to Texas to to meet up with Scully, and um, uh, fake Scully goes to meet Mulder. Einstein. Yeah, but it's you know what I mean. Um, and then, uh, so they, um, Miller and Scully are then at the terrorist's bed in Texas. And Scully tries to, tries to convince Miller that, well, Miller doesn't take too much convincing. He's kind of up for any old thing. But Scully wants to use science to get through to this terrorist because what they think is there's going to be another terrorist bombing somewhere or some kind of other tragic event. And they want to get the heads up. And they've come to the idea that speaking to this person in the coma is the only way they can do that. Okay, yeah. Never mind, like, CCTV footage, monitoring phone calls, internet use. Like, never mind, like, an entire nation's police, like police force that will be on this case exactly yeah <laughs> but maybe because they were in the x-files they feel like they they can, they want to help themselves and the only thing they can help then, with yeah. is the most unusual ways so scully's got this idea that uh, is it magnets or something like that i don't know an, an mri Electri- machine yeah to, yeah to measure the brain waves when to see if they get a response magnets. when they <laughs> 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 she's not just gonna hover near his head yeah you know magnets but, but the, 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 it's quite it's it's not an that much of an out there kind of no, um, no, proposition, not at all. No, isn't it? No. Is it? So I, d- I still find it hard that Miller went with Scully when Miller should have really went with Mulder because together they would have taken mushrooms together and mm, maybe hooked up. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um, so Scully um, is um, talking about this machine and, and says that, um, the brain can respond in, in kind of yes no answers only. So maybe if they only give the terrorist guy in the coma um questions that that could would require a yes no response they can find out where this uh where these bombers are and i, I think i guess a semi semi good plan fbi then turn up and tell them to to leave to kind of leave the scene because they're kind of handling this now um, and other fbi agents because so obviously they're they are fbi agents themselves really strange moment okay when those two so the two guys turn up Ask them to leave. Then one of them talks to the other one in Arabic, and all of a sudden, they're yeah. looking super shifty and like shuffling out the door. Yeah, I, I was confused by this, but I'm guessing if if they're investigating people who speak Arabic, they'll need to know the language themselves, and that's h- probably how they got the job. But yeah, they didn't need to be so shifty about it. They're talking to the to their peers. It, it implied that we shouldn't trust them as characters. Like f- 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 I was like, oh, are they members of the terrorist cell disguising themselves? But then I don't think that f- plot was ever followed up. So they were just shifty That's really FBI agents. So they were talking, yeah. Because all of a sudden they were like, wait, who are you? And then they just kind of shuffled out looking yeah. dodgy. So they were evac- evacuating the hospital because of why? Again? A terrorist a terrorist. They threat. thought they were going to blow up the hospital. Yeah. W- w- did they get some intel? So yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. Okay, because I, I got confused by this, but I didn't really understand why everyone was being evacuated. Um, but then, uh, yeah, so they they actually do leave. But in the meantime, one of the workers in the hospital, who I guess is a nurse or yeah, 
yeah, nurse Ratchet. She um, tries to kill the the guy in the coma because she's basically a racist. racist. <laughs> so she's there and. I mean, even so the most diehard racist probably wouldn't kill a coma patient who's really high profile. So, oh yeah, would he ever be left alone with an... Yeah, uh, oh. exactly. So this is what bothers me, is the fact that I feel like they were like, oh, you know what, we'll show some balance, though, to show that yeah. um, the Americans can be terrible, too. So in the opening scene, you have the, the people in the van, they, they make a racist remark from their van as he drives to meet oh his yeah, friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then here we have her doing a Donald Trump spiel about letting the UN have a good conspiracy to let all the immigrants in and take yeah. over America. And I was just like, that's still not a balance because you literally had a brown man blow up a building. Well, it's we see him walk in. <laughs> well, okay, well, someone did. Yeah. You imply that that, I was like, that's not, you're not showing like how both pe- how both sides are bad. Yeah, in a f- in a f- in a fair way, I guess. But you can't. You have to tell a, a cohesive story, and you can't. Every time you, you show a a black person or white person shooting a black person, you can't then later on it have to even up and show a, a, a white person killing a black person. Mm, but that's what I feel like this is this episode was trying to do. Oh right, trying okay. to be like, look, look, like we can be terrible too. Yeah, and it's like oh, oh that's true. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure it worked. Um, it doesn't surprise me there are racists in Texas. But yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, it's the wrong city to, to, to kind of be an Asian person. Um, but um, the the killer, or the potential killer, is disturbed herself by uh, Mulder and Fake Scully, mm. and uh, they just said they want just want a few minutes uh, to do some research. So uh, while Fake Scully's talking to the nurse, Mulder is uh, d- dropping tabs of magic mushrooms. Um, mm. I didn't realise you could get it in kind of tab form. I thought it was like acid or something. Paracetamol. But apparently Paracetamol form. Yeah. So he, he's mm. taking it. And the reason why he, his view, and his way of contacting the, the terrorist is by entering into some kind of like fugue state. Like a higher plane. Yeah. Mm. Where you can, where it's drug induced kind of journey into the brain of someone who's next to you, I guess, or in a coma. And there he can ask the, some questions to the coma patient. About where the terrorist cell is. Yeah. Again. This is, is this based on anything? Or is this just like a, it's like a cartoon? It's really. This, a, is, this is what I mean about the tone just. Oh, the tone is like, all know, like over the place. Twel- like, oh, 12 people died in a terrorist attack. But here's Mulder like line dancing to achy, breaky that, heart. Oh, I will not hear a word against <laughs> Mulder's line dancing. That's no, brilliant. I did, but I just. Yeah. It just didn't work in the so episode. Let's, let's get to that bit. Okay. So, so he, so um, while while Fake Scully is talking to the nurse, um, she's like, "Well, only be a few more minutes," and uh, the nurse says, "Well, your 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 friend's gone." So Mulder's taken these magic mushrooms, ditched the hospital bed, and he's so. He, we see it from his point of view in in kind of weird like tripo vision yeah like the fish eye yeah and he's like dancing along the corridors and pointing at people and winking at girls and stuff then he's in the middle of the road then he's in a club yeah he's in that club which is like a line da- i guess it's texas so it's like a line dancing kind of yeah. bar it looked really fun yeah he has a cowboy hat and he's dancing he knows the moves yep. this is all from Mulder's point of view so in real life we don't actually see what's actually going on he could be just crawling along the floor or something but w- within within this kind of dream state that he's in he um yeah he takes part in a, in a line dance he dances with all these like girls with like big booties and stuff and he um they see like drinking and playing cards on the table with um the lone gunman um and jen the lone gunman uh because jen has never seen them before nope they're like three three guys who are basically 
in it they were like the first ones on the internet in like the mid 90s when this came out um and they researched independently of the x-files they researched uh supernatural stuff and themselves and and government conspiracies and collected information and collected information from from people all around the world because they were kind of the first to use those internet message boards and stuff like that so on these internet message boards the names Mulder and scully kept on popping up in to do with like supernatural cases so obviously they wanted to know who Mulder and scully were oh, okay so how many episodes did they pop up in a lot. Oh, okay. Of the, yeah, loads, and then they got a spin-off series. All oh, right. Uh, for I think I think it only lasted for for one season, but it was great. It was called The Lone Gunman. Okay. Um, and uh, well, some people out there will probably think that Lone Gunman's standalone series was crap. I think it was, it was amazing. I want to see those guys do everything. Um, so I, I re- so when I saw them in this dream thing, I was like, wow, they're going to be in like the next next episode in the finale, but they weren't. Um. Well, they weren't in the rest of this episode anyway. Um, so uh, then Mulder in his dream state goes on to another kind of plane where he's in a boat. Yeah. And it's kind of a, how to describe it? It's almost like an um, a an artistic kind of interpretation, an impressionist version of going t- on the river of death and river yeah, sticks like or something. Yeah, like Hades kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. So there's these... these um, he's being whipped by his he's boss. He's being whipped by, not by Skinny's, but maybe he's kind of boss over Skinner okay. by the smoking man oh that's it um, who is healthy what, and m- might that not be his father is that not a thing yeah that is a thing mm. yeah um, so yeah there's there's there's, 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 there's there's levels upon levels here there which you could read into but on the also on the boat is a random kind of Asian woman holding the body of a because she looked a bit Greek I thought in in the uh, I I yeah I, I <laughs> she's holding the, the the coma patient um in her arms and he's whispering and the mother's getting closer going past all these hooded figures in the boats getting whipped at the same time to a Tom Waits song to a Tom Waits song and uh, yeah so the coma patient whispers something to him you can't quite hear what it is and anyway it's it's in Arabic so we don't quite know what he says but Mulder then wakes up in a hospital bed yeah and uh, at that hospital bed he is uh, met by Skinner and also by fake Scully and they, they basically just tell him off don't they that he's embarrassed the, the bureau and yeah he must have been behaving very badly yeah and that he and they they confirmed that he was dancing and he was just a complete mess and he's like well i I saw this i saw that that the mushrooms were were like really potent and fake scully says well um they weren't mushrooms they were like a placebo jen's favorite band oh my god yeah yeah. are they still your favorite band (laughs) obviously no you used to go in the placebo forum right uh yeah let's not talk about (laughs) the placebo (laughs) message board um excuse me in like 2001 that nearly saved my life so the placebo forum yeah in 2001 how old were you in 2001 seven or something (laughs) i'm not that young it's where i met my one of my oldest friends, Beth. Okay. So right, and Beth was a, a f- uh, like a, a forty-year-old. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, ah, uh, are the worst. They're not the worst, but they're pretty bad. Don't worry. I was also on the King Adora forum, so it they gets had that song. <laughs> they had that worse one song. Placebo. I was seeing King Adora play. Oh god, what was that one song? Um. Big isn't uh, skinny is sexy. Big isn't beautiful. That was one of the oh, yeah, yeah, male yeah. anorexia anthem. Wow, King <laughs> oh, Adora. The early 2000s. Upstairs at the bar fly, King Adora. Yes, in <laughs> fact, we might have seen them together. No, I must have been before I, I met know. you. Yeah, yeah. 
That was a long time ago. Um, yeah, so we uh, so he wakes up and um, he, he, he realizes that he wasn't taking ma- magic mushrooms the whole time. He was just in a, a suggestive state. So Fake Scully says it's the power of suggestion. And mm. Jen, do you believe in the power of suggestion that can be so strong <laughs> that, that you it will make you hallucinate? Yeah, hallucinate that you're line dancing. I don't know. Or, or is she covering her ass? I never thought of that. You didn't yeah. think of that? I'm no, sure no, she no. might have given him, you know, but then she would just be like, oh, no, I certainly didn't do that. Wow. No, she might okay. really have given him ground up magic mushrooms in Maybe, a pill form. Yeah. Because okay, it went so wrong, clearly. Yeah. So she was trying to cover it back and say, no, 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 they were just placebos. Wow. Okay. I never thought of that. But then as this episode is kind of about the power of suggestion... It could also be. That's true, yeah. yeah. That's the overriding theme of this one. Um, so, but I'm, I'm going to take it that she was telling the truth, I think. Okay. So it was it was Mulder's own brain and his own, his need to find an answer that found him the answer, which I guess is quite inspirational. Did it in though? Way. Oh, we did, I suppose. Yeah, it really yeah. did. So, they, so they're, they're all like tutting at Mulder and thinking he's a mental case. Like a usual episode of X-Files. But then as they go outside the hospital, they're met by um, a woman who's the, the, the kind of mother in the dream. Yeah, so she's fighting to get in and she's being patted down and he says, oh, I recognise her. I know this woman yeah. because he's seen her in the dream. But exactly. I, didn't, I didn't make that connection. I didn't realise it was the, the same time woman. We watched it. No, I didn't either. <laughs> So I was thinking, who is that woman? Should we know that woman? Is it someone from the past? Is it like Scully's mum or something weird like or that? Back from the dead. Yeah, I thought it was something like that. But no, he recognised her from his weird Hades boat trip. So, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So he he, he, let, he lets her through and introduces her to the rest of them. Like, she's his be- busy mate. Yep. Um, and she's cool with it. And then she sees her son. And uh, we haven't mentioned the fact that the coma patient, the terrorist, looks like a deflated the potato. <laughs> the prosthetics are excellent. Yeah. If there's if there's one thing that they are really good at, it's makeup and yeah. wardrobe and prosthetics. He looks like he's but someone's he's, ha- very gross. he's made of wax and his head was been melted. Half his head's been melted, he's missing an arm. Is yeah. he missing an arm? Like as well? so he's just got one like up to the elbow on one of the arms, yeah. Wow. It's well done. that was well done. Um yeah. So, so she's pretty horrified to see her son looking like that. F- f- fair enough. Exactly. And uh she tries to kind of look, she's talking to him and while she's talking talking to him, the kind of the readings Scully's kind of MRI machine is going off the chart, which means oh, yeah, something's going on in his brain. Her. He's yeah. trying to contact us and, and, and tell us something. Uh, tell us something. We don't quite know what. Um, and uh, we also see um, in kind of like a, like a, a cut scene, um, a lot of terrorists kind of getting together and a lot of Asian terrorists basically putting bombs on themselves and getting ready to kind of go out and... and uh, uh, if you look at it closely, not all of them are Asian. Okay. And just the like one standing in the front. But I do wonder again if oh, that was okay. like, let's make an effort to make it not look like... Who There was a black dude. I mean, obviously he could have been Asian. Like yeah, I yeah, appreciate yeah. that there were black people in Asia, but yeah. it wasn't just... They just don't want to offend classic brown looking people. people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I feel like they, there was like a, a white dude at the back that perhaps is just one of those like crazy people that converts. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. always one of those. Wow. Um, <laughs> but to be honest, they are all, this isn't, a, this isn't a, like controversial. So they are all nutcases. Yeah. Because they, they, they think that when they die by killing a whole lot of people, they are reaching like not Nirvana because that's another religion, right? They're reach, reach, reaching heaven. 
Yeah, I think we know how it works, Jed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is turning into like but Radio no, Four. But that g- guarantees them. <laughs> yeah. If they if they take out as many people as possible, that guarantees them. Yeah. They'll get. The, and again, paradise. and this links to the power of suggestion of the episode. Exactly. You've now persuaded yourself that actually there are more problems than you originally there are, thought. Oh, there are loads loads of problems. I mean. Uh, Okay, we'll come to the end because that's when it kind of explains itself. Okay, a yeah, we bit. will. Um, so we see so a, a lot of people in a kind of a room. We don't know where they are, getting ready to bomb people, um, and uh, we see Miller, um, who's in the hospital room now with the coma patient and, and the others, um, speaking Arabic to a, a coma patient uh, to, and to his mother. So yeah, because yeah, he was yeah. in Iraq apparently. Yeah, so so he he knows his stuff. He's useful. I wonder if handsome and speaks Arabic. Oh, he's handsome now, is he? He's very handsome. <laughs> okay. Um, well, he's a good replacement for Mulder because Mulder's kind of taken the, the kind of middle-aged woman kind of demographic with him. So all, all the kind of younger, <laughs> younger, the younger girls can, can look at Miller now. Um, and so, yeah, um, I mean, that happens That happens before Mulder gets out of the coma. So back into the room with uh, Mulder um, and the rest of them. And um, he's trying to remember what happened in his dream. He's trying to remember exactly what the um, coma patient said mm, in his dream. Because words. it's a lot of times when I've woken up from a dream and thought, what the hell was that dream about? <laughs> when you were fluent in Arabic as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like you go, you go, oh man, that was a crazy dream. I can't wait to tell everyone about that dream. You go and ha- get a drink or something or go to the toilet and you come back and what was my dream again? It's so weird, so what's weird, isn't it? What is, what's wrong with You can't remember a single thing about it. It's so odd. I agree. It is bizarre. It's like you spend like, some people spend eight hours sleeping a night and and that's like half your life you can't remember. It's like it's like I watching spend way more than eight. I spend like four. I know you don't need sleep. Yeah. Such a strange thing. It's not actually. I've been to see see doctors about it, so like it's normal. Very weird to me. <laughs> so like there's lots of there's lots of um people out there who sleep as long as Jenny who are like wasting their lives. No, it's not a waste. It's the best <laughs> thing in the world. No, it would be if you could remember all the things in your dream, because then you could take those stories and then use it in the world or say in your dream if you um encounter say someone was i don't um, just because this episode is about racism say in your dream you're you're a racist person a racist guy and in your dream you meet like a black person in in your dream and you're, you're and say you're white and you get on with this person in your dream but then and then you think at the end of it oh wow that was a cool experience and you wake up and you're racist again does that ever happen what <laughs> But I mean, you know how what we. Are you okay, I'll, I'll about? try to explain it. So I'll cut this out if it doesn't make sense when I listen to it back. But so you know, l- life is full of like little um, interactions which kind of make us who we are, right? Yeah. Say so you, you mean if you could culminate the effects of the interactions in your dreams? Yeah. As part of that. Yeah, but you can remember some of your dreams, or can you never? Because I can. No, you can, but it's just every now and but you have to really, really try. Because mm. just think how many times you've had dreams. I know, I know. Like We're millions, yeah. thousands. And how many dreams can you remember? Like five? Yeah, the five big ones. Yeah, exactly. What happened in, the, what happened in those ones? Oh, my, the, the biggest one was um, a dinosaur in my garden. <laughs> I, dream, I dream about dinosaurs a lot. Do you? And my most terrifying one is a, a dinosaur emerging out of water in my garden and coming up to my window. Wow. I had a dinosaur dream, I remember, actually. It was more like a dragon, though, where... Mm. Um, there was a dragon in the street basically just smashing everything and like killing everyone. But I, and it was millions of people around, but I knew it was after me. It's really narcissistic. So I was like, guys, it's after me. Don't worry. And then I, I don't know what this means about my brain, but the only place I could hide was this autograph shop. An autograph? 
Yeah. What do you mean? It was a shop full of people's autographs. Like celebrity autographs yeah. for sale? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's and weird. For some reason I knew it couldn't get me in there, so I ran into there. And then it was just like looking through the window and I was just like hiding behind the counter with all, all these like celebrity autographs. Mm. It must mean something. It must. Um, but yeah, then it, then it, I think it's managed to get in, in his head smashed into it. Anyway, enough about my dragon dreams. <laughs> like... <laughs> Wow, are you guys still listening to this? We're five episodes <laughs> in now. Lost it is so much Harry Bow. Um, yeah, so um, where were we? Um, so yeah, so Mulder's trying to remember the ceramic. Okay, so he's saying like Burr, Baba, Baba, Baba. And I was like Babylon. I knew it was Babylon. Like, straight I was like, away. You mean Babylon, Mulder? Yeah, like, Bab- Babylon. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> you think you would know what that was? It's like Babel. Bubble? Yeah, bubbles. Bu- they're, they're in a bubble. <laughs> bubbles. They're inside a bubble. Um, so the, so they eventually work out, that because he starts to remember his dream, which you can't really do in real life. He starts to remember um, food, which means hotel. Oh, yeah. No, no, <laughs> that's, uh, that's accurate. But before, but before that, someone has to explain what, what Babel was. Do you remember? Yeah. First of all, they're like, oh, Babel, you mean the tower in which like language was scattered across the lands as punishment? Yeah. And everyone's like, mmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, hotel, <laughs> Babylon Hotel. Yeah, which was a BBC One TV show, right? Babylon, Babylon. Was. Yeah, about a hotel. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> so Isn't Babylon AD? Babylon AD well? is um, yeah, that's a film, right? A film or a TV series? Anyway, anyway. Yeah, one of those things. We digress. Um, so they work out. Yeah, it's the Babylon Hotel. That is where the terrorists are. And based on Mulder's dream, feverish dreams, they go check it out, and they the FBI raid it. And the Lumineers. <laughs> The Lumineers Cut, kicks in. Kicks in, which is like one of those like hopeful, uplifting songs yeah. as they arrest. I belong to you. Hey! Yeah. So they get these terrorists and uh, it's all done in slow motion, very, very stylish. And uh, doesn't make sense that all the terrorists would be in the same room to blow themselves up. They would clearly be in different areas of the hotel to have the maximum impact. No, but that's what they, that's what they were getting prepared, weren't oh, they? Oh, were they just in the prepared Were room? they going to blow up the hotel or were they going to... Oh, that was... Yeah. Maybe they were. Or maybe that was just where their meeting point oh, was. That's just okay. the meeting. They're, they're going to go somewhere else and, and scatter and... Oh. That's why I thought. I mean, again, the ter- we don't really need to know, I guess. Um, so the FBI raises the hotel, saves a day, and it turns out that it, you can you can save people from your dreams or something. <laughs> I, again, what's the message here? I don't know. You can stop international terrorism by engaging with coma. Yeah. Oh man. Do you think there's any FBI agents out there going into work on the Monday and going, like, guys, guys? Yeah, I've got, I've got a good Did idea. Did anyone see X Files this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> And mm. I, I don't think, is there any precedent for, for things like this? I know, like, you can get, go on, like, spiritual journeys if you're, like, in the middle of the desert with a, with a, with a Native American, if you take, like, hallucinogenic drugs Oh, yeah, and, and like, in, in South America, you can yeah, take the, the pay... P-O-T. P-O-T, yeah. But, like, I don't, I, this just seems like a really watered-down version of that. It's That's exactly really it, watered-down. Yeah, you've yeah. got it. What? They're not that. No, that's what it is. They're not. They're not like. They're not out there enough to make this kind of edgy, mm. which could be controversial, but it could still be quite like hard hitting. It's just this like mushy, watered down like the story that you've seen before. Yeah. Resolved in a, like an airy fairy. 
It was like Way? three. They had like three ideas for this for this yeah, episode. Yeah, definitely. So it was like they wanted. They, they definitely wanted Mulder to do line dancing. <laughs> yeah. They wanted the funny Mulder scene. Then they wanted terrorism. They, want, yeah, they wanted to tackle like a yeah. current affairs topic. Exactly. And they wanted a, dop- a doppelganger. Yeah, they wanted some some doppelgangers yeah. to kind of to reflect wha- mm. the state that Mulder and Scully are in. Um, so yeah, it, it was strange. So so yeah, the save the day, and um, and then you think the episode's over, but no, no. And that, but, but yeah, before that, we see a weird scene with fake Scully and fake Mulder, where they're sitting next to each other, and fake Scully says to him like, y- "I guess, I guess I was right. I guess Mulder was right." I didn't really understand the conversation, but it it didn't seem like there was any proper conclusion. I you didn't really understand why they were in the episode in the first place. What they brought to it i guess fake scully brought her f- her fake her, her fake magic mushroom. magic mushrooms but why didn't why couldn't scully have done that it, it, yeah it was too many characters for not enough kind of payoff um and uh, yeah so he's listening to ron sexsmith's um song uh, sacred heart secret heart um and then she's talking and he puts his headphones on to drown her out or something bit harsh um and uh, then yeah it ends with that kind of epilogue sequence where Mulder's looks like he's he's in his house the thing is this is the first is this the first time we've seen his house in the series because he used to live like in a, in a little uh, apartment somewhere and he never slept on the bed he always slept on the sofa oh um because of quirky yeah but it was because of the fact he's He's scared of being in, in a bed because that's where his sister, sister was, was abducted. Yeah. I see. Yeah, no, because I, I tend to you, Jed, and said, like, where is this? This is beautiful. And he's just, like, sitting on his porch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really lovely. nice. And Scully I was like, ro- this is a beautiful house. Scully, ro- Scully rocks up. Um, again, I was thinking, is this, an, this another booty call, Scully? Is she just turning up un- un- unannounced? Um, and, yeah, and she walks up to him and they hold hands and they have a nice little kind of tender scene where they, they discuss... The power of suggestion um, and um, mother's love. What? Yeah, they they out of nowhere they bring in mother's love again, just so they can uh, talk about far um, yeah, mothers motherhood. and, and ch- child. Um, yeah, it seems that really was really forced. So odd that he was like, if I've learned anything from this episode, it's yeah. the power of a mother's love. You're like, what? Yeah, exactly. It, it didn't really fit into the episode. The mother didn't solve the crime. No, she didn't do anything no other than claim that her son was innocent and that he didn't pull the suicide vest yeah oh is that i, I, I missed that did you miss that yeah no she was like i know i know his heart i know he wouldn't have i know he wouldn't have gone through with it it, it was the other, the other guy, guy that was and with, right which i guess again we're supposed to think is like her belief and her prayers led her to but doesn't make that. any sense because no. the, <laughs> the other guy went with him into the building knowing exactly what was going to happen and also they do forensics on like the bombs like they would have known who yeah pulled the trigger like yeah anyway. but he can't have worn the suicide vest because oh because be, oh, otherwise he'd be in bits yeah <laughs> oh i didn't think about it. i thought they were both wearing it but of course uh, his only, only his friend wore it and he wants one of his also, arms off in that case the mother was right when she said that he wouldn't have done it because he didn't do it but he still he still yeah i don't know so he didn't it's change really his mind because otherwise he'd have walked away oh yeah so, so that so made no sense but then how did he know about where the other guys were the terrorists if he wasn't involved yeah, is she implying that he was just like going to an art gallery with his pal? No, but she, he can't have been because no, because he knew Babylon. He said Babylon. Yeah, Hotel. so that, none of that makes sense. Or maybe his mate just told him, but no, but then he wouldn't do that. I don't know. Ah, <sighs> um, it's quite hard to get into the minds of uh, terrorists um, without magic mushrooms, anyway. 
So, uh, yeah, so it kind of ends with Scully and Mulder having this tender moment, holding hands, and I thought they were going to kiss, but not. Yeah. And they, did they, yeah, talk about the mother and child stuff, which, which will come into play most likely in the next episode. Hopefully we see William. Um, or whatever, whatever William is now, um, and yeah, and they talk about God and um, and stuff, and yeah, this is again where Scully brings up the fact that Mulder's never believed in God before, but Mulder seems to be talking about God quite a lot in this episode, um, and then it gets really weird, and he, he they kind of stop, and he kind of hears something, and the camera very strange, yeah, and then the camera kind of zooms out and does that really cliche thing where it zooms out into the sky, then you see the Earth, and you're in space, and you kind of see how little mankind is, um, but yeah, it's it's, it's just a weird time. It just didn't make any sense. It was like yeah. like you said, it was like three different plots shoved together, not not woven in a properly properly just mashed in yeah and like just think there's only six episodes of this series and at least that feels like a waste yeah that seems like a does seem like a wasted episode very unnecessary i know you had to have an episode about things that are in the news and terrorism's obviously really high in the news um have that charlie hebdo thing and then you also have the, the the paris bombings which I mean, the price bomb was probably happened after this was filmed, but still very current. But they didn't manage to say anything new about it or come at it from a different angle. Exactly. Besides the fact that maybe you can get into a terrorist's brain with magic mushrooms and or magnets. Which is such an odd message to end it's your weird. episode on. I think what it comes down to is that I'm I'm just so tired of seeing the same old boring brown people equals terrorism trope. It's it's yeah. been done. We've all seen it. Let's move on. It's it's just so dull. Yeah, when when women are the real terrorists, that's what we should. <laughs> I'm only joking. Jed, comment. Jezebel. You forgot to text me on International Women's Day, Jed. Yeah, I know I it's know. your favourite day of the year. It is. It's the day I stay off Twitter, just in case. Yeah. I'm not joking. <laughs> because I go on Twitter and it's just it's an absolute free for all. It's like hell. Just it men is. getting shamed left, right, and centre. Like, what is going? on? on oh yeah that's scary yeah that's definitely what happens on international women's day <laughs> anyway because we, i was so yes we were talking about stereotypical portrayals of of non-white people anyway yeah and yep so that's boring it's been done before the link between islam and terrorism i mean yes I, 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 I understand how that is a current affair but they did but is x files the place for that <laughs> Well, X should be the place for the alternative view on that. So, whereas people think, well, some stupid people think that all people who are um, believe or follow Islam is a terrorist, um, then X should kind of be not doing that. But in this episode, pretty much every Islamic person is a terrorist, besides the mum. Yeah. So, so yeah, so yeah. Why so it's wrong. It's wrong for them to say that. Yeah. Why, like, why, 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 why not use this? I agree. There must be more interesting and innovative ways to 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 yeah. perhaps bring Islam and the supernatural together. Why not? Yeah. That sounds well, could well, be interesting. Well, this is why I thought it was, fr- especially from from the first scene. I thought it was going to be a switch. I thought they were going to pull the rug from under us, literally the rug from under <laughs> that guy, the prayer rug. Yeah, from under us, and be like, ha. and he would be the victim of something. Yeah. Because they'd be like, you guys, thought this guy was a terrorist. In fact, he's this an alien. Or yeah. yeah, you know, no. no. The the Asian guy is a terrorist, and we still, yeah. We still don't know really what this episode was for or who it was for or what it, was, what it meant. It didn't really add anything to the mythology of X-Files as well, really. 
No, it didn't because aside from that final conversation, which shows them always getting closer to one another, it didn't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It didn't. And the final conversation the was really. It was like it was written before the episode was written. Not as bad as like. <laughs> I hope we didn't treat our baby like trash. Yeah, exactly. But oh worst line ever. But yeah, it was it was similar though. It looks like at the end of every episode, they have like a, a meaningful, tender moment in in a picturesque place. I know, and it's kind of filmed in that like with like a filter, like a yeah. hazy, nostalgic glow. Which exactly. this whole, I guess, this whole reboot is like a, a hazy nostalgic movie or something, just in that kind um, of glowy sun. What the proposal? A brilliant movie. Yeah, Lake House <laughs> with Keanu. Yeah, that's great. a great film. It is a good film actually. Time traveling letterbox. Sign me up. <laughs> it's brilliant. That's one of my ideas. Did you write that? No. <laughs> Well, I would always want to know if if they um, if they if they put like a little animal inside it, would that survive and and, and turn up? Mm. That'd be quite cool. Um, and did they ever do like the lottery results in 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 the, in Lake House? Because she she no. should have put she's in the future, right? She should have put the lottery results in an envelope for Keanu Reeves, and then he could have like bought all the land around the Lake House as well. I don't know. Definitely. So that's anyway. our Lake House podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so that episode, I would say, on a scale of one to ten, that was about a two, I think, or yeah, three. I think, I think it's a two for me. Yeah, I mean, I did like some... I mean, I don't really like um, Miller and Einstein, but I mean... Yeah, I like the people who played... I like the actors. Yeah, they were perfectly fine. They were great. Um, Dechovny, 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 yeah. Um, line dancing, Daggy Break Your Heart was brilliant. I loved it. Amazing. I d- I liked all of that, and what, what, I just oh, it <laughs> just was so out of place with a yeah serious well, heart hitting current affairs terrorism plotline. It felt like it should have been in the Mulder and Scully meet the Were Monster episode. Yeah. That was the kind of tone. Which also had hallucinogenics. In yeah, it. it did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, it kind of holds up with your theory where you can only do weird stuff or see weird stuff if yeah. you're imbibed if you're or high. yeah. Yeah, so it again, that, that happened. Well, this was like the least supernatural episode so far, really. Yeah, because it's not like he... It's not like he even accepted that in reality he, f- he like, interacted with uh, something spiritual. He knew yeah. that he was somewhere else. This was more like an episode of CSI or, like, some kind of like weird procedural thing, <laughs> Bones or something, one of those things. They, do they get high on Bones? I've never watched Bones. <laughs> it's just, it looks rubbish. It's been going on for, like, 15 years. It has, seasons. well, David Boreanaz has got to get work, so... yeah. Well, he went straight from Angel to Bones and he's yeah, never been out of work. Shame. Um yeah, so uh this episode is probably not gonna be remembered for anything but Mulder's line dancing. Um and yeah. It, it's a re- it's a real drag on on this series. If this series is meant to be kind of a stepping stone towards an, a, a bigger series, like a run of like twenty episodes, it's the wrong it's the wrong way of going about it. Yeah, if they were trying to get Fox to sign them up for another series, yeah, it was, well, maybe it was the best way to appeal to them because it had <laughs> it had some like Islamophobia s- in it. Yeah, just which like is they love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's it, guys. That's episode five out of the way um next week is going to be the finale and um it's going to be myself and adam brooks it's not me it's not jen um but hopefully at some point in the future jen will come and do a, another podcast with me on whatever tv show i'm on to next don't know maybe buffy maybe that'd be amazing yeah um because it seems like i am doing every single tv show ever now um but yeah um you will you also see adam brooks doing a um who's on the next show he's going to be doing a alan partridge uh show with a bunch of 
other people who are all on the Red Dwarf podcast I do. So it's very incestuous indeed. Um, so, Jelly, thanks very much for doing these few episodes oh, thanks, Jed. with me. It was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. It turns out that we can be kind of friends in oh, the end after know. all. Well, you know we'll never see each other again now. Well, you, now you're moving to France. Yeah. Yeah, you'll never hit, I'll just disappear. No, because I know you'll get sick of France and you and you come back to England. Uh, yeah, that did happen last <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, it happens, happens in cycles. No, no, no. Um, no, this is it now. Oh uh, yeah. I need a French podcast. You know, no one will listen to a French podcast. People who speak French will. No, but it, that's not your target audience, surely. Or will it be about French cinema? Why not? It could be about okay. French TV series. Uh, cool. Uh, any good ones out there? Uh, oh, the there's Revenants. loads actually. Yeah, yeah Spiral. Yeah, there's loads of good French TV yeah okay well you guys have that to look forward to um because i won't be listening you better to brush up on your friend <laughs> i can speak we did spanish yeah i can say je vous salue marie plein de grâce le seigneur de avec vous vous êtes bien toute la femme there you go super um okay guys that was a good end to the show jenny where can we find you if you want to find out about you on the internet uh my twitter hand twitter my twitter handle is at jenny bomb j-e-n-n-i-b-o-m-b and I'm at Judge Shepherd, J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D on Twitter and on Instagram. Check out my record label, postpoprecords.com. Um, download this and say nice things. And I will see you next week where we will be doing the finale, which is called... My Struggle my 2. My Struggle 2. Exciting times. I hope it's a good one. All right, guys. I'll see you later. The truth's out there. Thanks, Jed. God. Bye. <laughs>